Hello, I am Jodeska Villan. Welcome to another Raptor podcast episode where we discuss facts, nuances, and controversies behind the big issues in the Philippines. This is Raptors Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin yung recent spate of warrantless arrest while the country faces the coronavirus pandemic. Kasama rito ang pag-aresto sa alleged quarantine violators and those who posted anti-government sentiments on social media. Can you really get arrested for criticizing the president on Facebook? Bakit may government officials na hindi na-aresto kahit na malinaw naman ang pag-violate ng guidelines? Kasama ko ngayon si Lian Buwan, Rappler's Justice Reporter, to discuss ano ang floodgates na binubuksan ng ganitong aksyon mula sa Duterte government. Hi Lian, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. So I think for my que- first question, I want to know Lian, what is a warrantless arrest? Uh, in what situation ito allowed? There are three situations where a warrantless arrest could be valid. Yung una, yung tinatawag na lang caught in the act, ito yung inflagrante delicto. So meaning, for example, if you rob a bank and then the police catches you in the act, he doesn't need a warrant to arrest you kasi nakitahan naman nila. The second is that the law enforcement agent has probable cause to believe that a crime has just been committed. So for example, sumaksak ka ng tao pero hindi nakita ng police, pero may witness na nagsabing siya po, siya po, nakita ko siya. Mm-hmm. Sinaksak niya yung tao. Then, the policeman could say, I have probable cause to believe that you have just committed the crime, so I'm gonna arrest you. And then the third is a prisoner escaping from jail, so a fugitive. Mm-hmm. Lian, can we say na yung incidents na ginamitan ng warrantless arrest ng government this recent weeks and months during the pandemic under the lockdown, may basihan ito dun sa mga minention mo na scenarios? Or tricky ba ito? It's a very tricky situation. Many human rights lawyers would tell you that the recent spate of warrantless arrests are invalid. Dito pumapasok yung buzzword ngayon na continuing crime or continuing offense na masasabi nating the current leadership of the Department of Justice medyo pinauso nila ulit yung the definition of a continuing crime at medyo nag-evolve yung definition of continuing crime. That's why yung mga tulad nung mga teacher at iba pang mga naaaresto ngayon kaya sila na-warrantless arrest. Ano yung continuing crime? Ano yung definition niya noon and ngayon and paano siya ginagamit? Okay. So, continuing crime, by its very words, it's a crime that continues even when you aren't doing the criminal act per se. Okay. So, ang pagkaka-explain sa atin, the principle of continuing crime was contemplated for crimes such as, for example, rebellion. So, kunyari, rebel ka or terrorista ka. And then, today, you have put down your gun. Today, you're not shooting anyone or wala. Wala kang ginagawang criminal act today. Does that make you not a terrorist or a rebel, di ba hindi? So you continue to be a rebel, you continue to be a terrorist. Kaya, for example, the government has tagged you as a terrorist. A week later, two weeks later, they see you in Manila, you're not doing anything wrong. They could arrest you without a warrant kasi your crime is continuing. Ang isa pang example na ginamit ni Attorney Chel Jokno is kidnapping. So, for example, you have been identified to have kidnapped someone and then nakita ka sa mall, two days later, you're not doing anything criminal, pero may probable cause silang ikaw yung kidnapper, your crime is continuing because hindi mo pa naman nare-release yung hostage mo. So, yun yung contemplation, yun yung idea sana ng continuing crime. But the recent 
cases of warrantless arrest medyo nag-evolve such that na-include na yung cyber libel, yeah, include na yung estafa, include na yung even the violations of the securities code. So doon na-alarm yung mga human rights lawyers kasi libel na nga in itself, it's a contested crime, di ba? Parang mm-hmm. journalists have always asked libel to be decriminalized. Tapos yung cyber libel pa yung paglipat niya sa Cyber Crime Act imposed additional punishment on the crime of cyber libel. Tapos ngayon, magiging continuing crime siya. Mm-hmm. So, ibig sabihin, for posting something or for writing something or for publishing something, pwede kang maaresto without a warrant kasi the DOJ believes that cyber libel is a continuing offense. Mm-hmm. And in the case of the teacher who offered the reward to kill Duterte, it was inciting to sedition. Mm-mm. So, yun din. Nag-evolve din yung definition nila ng inciting to sedition. So, sa mata ng gobyernong to ngayon, if you posted something or a content that incited to a sedition, pwede ka nilang arestuhin without a warrant. And that's very dangerous. Paano nakaget away yung government sa ganitong definition ng continuing crime? Itong warrantless arrest, despite yung napakadaming concerns ng mga human rights groups na it's being use of hazardly. Tapos, especially nga, makikita mo na beyond yung mga teacher na nagpost sa Facebook, andun din yung mga quarantine violators na ina-arrest without warrant. Well, unfortunately, in our system, as long as prosecutors continue to indict people on those charges, and as long as prosecutors continue to uphold as valid these warrantless arrests, then yun yung principle na mag stick Siyempre, hindi pa siya hinahatulan ng isang judge. So, ang nag stick pa lang ngayon are the rulings of the prosecutors that say, you can do that. So, now, police officers are emboldened to do that. And not just the indictment, ha? at the start of the lockdown in Malacanang, the Justice Secretary said, and later reiterated by his spokespersons that for violating RA-11332, a very broad law about a health crisis, it's called the Mandatory Reporting of Notifiable Diseases Act. Section 9 nakalagay doon, someone who is not cooperating in a health crisis should be punished. Hmm. Ang tanong doon, anong klaseng non-cooperation? Diba? Oh, oh. It seems very broad. Pero dahil very broad siya, in-apply siya ng mga pulis na pag di ka nag-face mask, that's non-cooperation. Mm-hmm. Kapag wala kang physical distancing, that's non-cooperation. And sinabi ng DOJ na pwede kayong mag-arrest without a warrant because it's not exactly continuing crime, ha? but it's caught in the act. It's the mm-hmm. first element of a warrantless arrest. Kasi nahuli kita hindi na face mask, then therefore... I've caught you in the act of violating this penal law and therefore I can arrest you. And mm-hmm. in-index sila ng prosecutor. And you asked how are they able to get away with this? It's because wala pa namang korte na nagsasabing mali siya. That's why may panawagan na the Supreme Court should revisit the doctrine of the continuing offense. But you know, courts are passive so hindi naman sila magbababa ng ruling na ganun kung walang mag-aakyat ng kaso. Yeah. Pero Lian, if human rights groups contest that in the Supreme Court or in the court, ano yung tingin mo na mangyari dito? Will this be at least tackled or outright dismissal or ibabangko nila ito? You know what? 
I really don't know. Kasi I don't even know if we can begin to venture into that question. Kasi ang tanong lagi kapag magsasampahan ng kaso, is this a justiciable controversy? Ano yung justiciable controversy? Meron na bang nangyaring insidente that would warrant you filing a case before the Supreme Court? Mm, so, so, parang... People, well, people can say that, yes, um... Actually, yung indictment, they can take that up to the Supreme Court and say that the indictment was invalid. Pero they're probably gonna be rejected because of violating the hierarchy of courts. Because mm-hmm. the courts will tell you, kung hindi ka sang-ayon sa indictment mo, then your next move would be to file a motion to quash before the lower court. Or even your next move could be to file a motion for reconsideration of mm-hmm. the prosecutors. The beauty and the ugly of the justice system is actually... Marami kang pwedeng remedies. And it's good that you have a lot of remedies. But it's bad because it stretches. Kasi mm-hmm. kung saan-saan ka pa dapat pumunta bago mo marating yung venue na gusto mong marating na venue. So punta naman tayo dito sa na-mention mo kanina na teacher na nag-post ng anti-duterte sentiment on Facebook. Yung pag-arrest sa kanya is warrantless. Can you tell us what happened here? And I remember reading a story of yours na you said or you wrote na Unofficial said na invalid yung pag-arasahan niya, but then it was later cured. Anong yeah. yari? Paano naging ganito? Okay, so the teacher posts on his Twitter account that he will reward 50 million pesos to whoever who will kill President Rodrigo Duterte. And we saw in the resolution of the prosecutor na ang nakapansin nun ay isa sa mga fan ni President Duterte, who is a prosecutor himself, mm-hmm. si Prosecutor Darwin Cañete who's uh, followed by many on Facebook for his anti-dalawan rants. Yeah. And the NBI took notice of that and said, okay, hanapin natin siya. And actually, sobrang effort nung NBI kasi sinabi nila na dinalit na ni teacher yung Twitter account niya before agents could get to him. And they went to Pangasinan where his mother lives and then they went back to Zambales where he lives and teaches and then went back to Pangasinan and caught him there without a warrant. Uh-uh. So, nung inakyat, because every warrantless arrest should undergo an inquest proceeding. Inquest proceedings are summary hearings before an inquest prosecutor. Kasi dahil kulong ka na nga, dapat summary yung hearing mo para mabilis kang mapapalaya just in case papalayain ka ng prosecutor. Okay. So, the DOJ prosecutor in Manila said, the warrantless arrest was invalid. Number one, he said, inciting to sedition is not a continuing crime. So, that's actually very noteworthy na sinabi nila na inciting to sedition is not a continuous crime. Okay. But, sabi niya na, so dahil hindi continuous crime yung inciting to sedition, therefore, hindi ko pwedeng sabihin, I caught you in the act. Because obviously, the agents did not catch him in the act of posting. Yeah, oo. And there is no probable cause to believe that he posted it kasi anong-ano mo, evidence mo at the time, right? Okay, uh, So, the prosecutor said, this is an invalid warrantless arrest. Kaso, si teacher, una, sinakay muna siya sa van. And this is important to point out. Una, sinakay muna siya sa van ng mga NBI agents. Tapos, dun sa van na ng NBI agents, parang napaiyak siya. And dun na siya nag-apologize. Dun na siya umamin without the presence of his lawyer. Mm-mm. And then, dinala siya from Pangasinan to Manila at 
kilig to ng NBI. Kilig to ng NBI, it's called the perp walk na i-represent yung isang suspect sa media. Mm-mm. And then, at the headquarters of the NBI in Manila, nandun yung media, tinanong siya, umamin siya ulit na, yes, ako yung nag-post nun, I regret it, humihingi ako ng tawad sa Pangulo, ganun. So, umamin siya na siya talaga yun. So, the prosecutor said that the confession to the media cures the defect okay. of the warrantless arrest. Parang hearing that yung fact about sa paggamit niya nung pag-confess before the media, parang hinanapan na lang ba talaga ng way siya? Kasi it's easy to say na, okay, warrantless arrest yun, invalid yan. Pero to cure using that sobrang small part lang na hindi siguro hinighlight ng prosecutor para makakalimutan ng mga tao na, ah, nag-confess pa sa media. Parang what do you make out of this paggamit ng officials dito? Many things. Okay. So, number one, the prosecutor leaves out in her resolution yung nangyaring confession sa loob ng van mm-hmm. where the NBI agents were present. And that's very important to note because meron kasi tayong tinatawag na custodial and bear with me, uh, I beg your indulgence, the listeners, to, to listen to this very lengthy explanation. So, there's this thing called a custodial investigation. Mm-mm. Ito yung wala ka pang warrant or hindi ka pa, wala ka pa sa korte pero iniimbestigahan ka na, tinatanong ka na ganun. Okay. In a custodial investigation, under the Bill of Rights, meron kang karapatan including okay. the right to have a lawyer. Mm-mm. So, kapag violate mo yun, pag violate yun ng investigators and ng law enforcement, they could be charged for arbitrary detention or illegal conduct, parang ganun. Pero, the Supreme Court has distinguished a custodial investigation from a media confession. Okay. Sabi ng Supreme Court, kapag yung tao, ang, pag, ang kumausap dun sa suspect, reporter, at dun siya sumasagot sa reporter, hindi siya matatawag na custodial investigation. Therefore, hindi pumapasok yung mga karapatan niya. Kasi sabi ng Supreme Court, ang pinoprotektahan lang, ang pakilang naman namin is yung communication between a state agent and the suspect. So, okay. kapag yung communication nangyari sa isang reporter tsaka sa isang suspect, labas na kami doon. Okay. So, that's why media confessions are not considered custodial investigations. Therefore, they are admissible as evidence. Mm. So, tama naman si prosecutor in that regard. That she can admit that as evidence. Mm-mm. Kaso lang, nili-leave out niya yung earlier confession sa kotse ng NBI agent where it was the agent himself investigating and questioning the suspect without the presence of his lawyer. Yung parang so, video pa to? Oo, at may video yun. Oo. So, ang tanong doon ay, fine, the media confession is not a custodial investigation. What about the earlier admission inside the car of the agent? Is that not a custodial investigation? And why was that not tackled in the resolution? Mm-mm. So, that's one thing. The second thing is that human rights lawyers believe that kahit na irul mo na admissible siya as evidence, it cannot cure a defective warrantless arrest. Parang, the best that it could do is Okay, indictable. Okay. So parang dahil nag-umamin ka, then I now have probable cause to indict you or charge you with inciting to sedition, but warrantless arrest pa rin yun. And they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Pwede pa rin namang invalid yung arrest mo, pero i-indict kita. Okay. Pwede naman silang maging, mag-coexist. Sa akin, 
my personal view is that because the prosecutor said the warrantless arrest was cured by the media confession, it achieves two things. Number one, it kept the teacher detained for a longer time. Mm-mm. Kasi hindi siya pinalabas ng NBI eh. Kasi ang binabasa ng NBI, eh cured naman pala, sabi ng prosecutor eh. Eh di hindi namin siya palalabasin. Mm-mm. So that achieved that one goal. And the second goal is that it kind of clears the investigators and the arresting officers of liability. Mm-mm. Kasi sinabi mo, na-cure eh. And that's what Attorney Ted Te was pointing out na even though inindict mo siya, dapat liable pa rin yung arresting officers for arbitrary detention. Uh-uh. Pero dahil sinabi mong cured, then the arresting officers can use that as saying, eh, na-cure eh. So, why am I liable? So, personally, I thought it was, for lack of a better term, a masterful way of writing a resolution. And we've seen similar ways na pag-mental gymnastics sa government na to eh. Pero yan, mm-hmm. I want to ask, hindi ba dangerous precedent to considering na yung content in questions na pinost ng Twitter is against the Duterte administration, basically against Duterte himself. Hindi pa parang, this will open floodgates to RS, nag-post ka lang na anti-Duterte sentiment, na kahit hindi anti-Duterte sentiment niyo, kahit diba, when you look at against Vice President Lenny Robredo, ang dami rin nag-threat against sa kanya. Parang, pwede rin silang arestohin, if ever. Yes, and to answer your question, yes, it's a dangerous precedent. But before I move on to other things, I just want to point out that I'm, you know, we're not defending the act of threatening to kill somebody. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think we're all in agreement that you should not threaten to kill anybody. And that's why human rights lawyers, no matter, kahit, di ba, ang nag-represent kay teachers, the Free Legal Assistance Group, SLAG. And the chairman of SLAG, Atty. Cheljokno, would be the first one to tell you, wag kang mag-threaten pumatay ng kahit sino. Mm-mm. And that's why his advice has always been, if you want to be critical, be critical, but stay legal. Mm-mm. Wag kang mag incite to violence. Wag kang mag demean ng isang tao na baseless na baseless yung accusation mo. Yeah. Basically, don't mirror what the person you're criticizing. Kasi yeah. ano naman what Duterte is doing, di ba? He's doing yeah, so, everything from the podium pa of the president. Yeah, basically, just think before you post it. Is it a critical post or are you actually stepping over the line of being seditious or being inciting to sedition or threatening violence? Because mahihirapan ng mga abogadong protektahan ka. But saying that, I still believe that it is a dangerous precedent to arrest without warrants on the basis of cyber libel, inciting to sedition. Because these are, ano eh, charges that relate to speech. Mm-mm. And freedom of speech is one of our greatest freedoms. And the Supreme Court cases have given us a very high protective bar. As in, sa sobrang importante ng freedom na to, ito yung isa sa mga pinaka-protectado. And yet, it has been opened up to warrantless arrest. That's scary. Mm-mm. Especially in these times, no? Na parang yung pag-use mo ng free speech, very important to at least point out bad things about how the government is handling the coronavirus pandemic. Eh. Yeah. I think, Lian, for my next question, you all, you have all that information about that scenarios, about their wireless arrests against critics of the government, about the poor Filipinos who, who allege violate quarantine guidelines, but at the same time, they only go out to work to find food for the table. And then you... Is we see higher powers who clearly violated rules na hindi inaresto 
of course, yeah. we're talking about NCRPO, the Bolsinas, and then yeah. Senator Coco Pimentel. Yeah. Bakit may ganito? Ano ang explanation nila dito? Ako, para sa akin, and I've written this as a headline already, it paints a clear picture of double standard mm-hmm. that allies or friends of the government will be accorded due process while the rest would be subjected to warrantless arrest. And our government officials will disagree. I mean, Secretary Panelo has called me out yeah. on this program and we have, me and the spokesperson of the DOJ and the Secretary have had lengthy exchanges about this because they would try to justify that they have to give someone due process. And we're not disagreeing with that. We believe that everyone should be given due process. Fine. Oh. But what we are saying is that due process was not given to everybody. We saw it in the warrantless arrests of the resi- hungry residents of San Roque, the warrantless arrests of the feeder volunteers in Marikina, yung case study mo na fish vendor who was also arrested without a warrant, salesman from Butuan who said that President is buang. He's hmm. crazy. I mean, that's kind of bold, ah. It's kind of risky to say that. <laughs> Pero... I am confident to say that's not inciting to sedition. Oh. Because you're just calling someone crazy, even though it may be the president. Parang it's very, well, to, for a lack of a better term, nakaka-frustrate. Kasi you see the president calling people buang, mas malala pang mga terms, like racist against the ICC yeah. prosecutor. Minsan kay former President Barack Obama pa. And then we've heard his insults against critics like Attorney Chaljokno and even minsan sa mga journalists. And then we see... And not just, oh. and not just insults, ha? threats to kill. He said, yeah. kill those bishops. Yes, kill. Parang, sabi pa rin, di ba, patayin lahat ng kill. Shoot to kill yung mga quarantine violators, di ba? Mm-hmm. Ian, I want to ask as a justice reporter who've been covering all this frustrating things. I know how frustrating it is to cover the judicial system now. Itong recent spate of warrantless arrest, itong mga nangyayari sa judiciary, ano yung risk if Pagpapatuloy ito, ano yung mga parang long-term effects siguro? I think we are now feeling the effects. Mm. Kasi nung una natin tong nakita, the warrantless arrest was done on a webmaster of the Bicoy online video. And yes. then the owner of the dialysis center. And we can say that, okay, sige, big personalities, therefore high stakes and whatever. Pero ngayon, ordinary people, a salesman. Mm-mm. volunteer feeders, residents who are hungry, whose only crime was to go out. Fine, sure. Bawal lumabas. Pero, alam mo yun, kaya mo bang sikmurain that ordinary people going out of their homes subjected to a warrantless arrest and detained for as long as one week? I think this is now the effect. Mm-mm. And I don't think pwede pa nating sabihin na we will see the effect later on. No, the effect is now. So the pressure to call them out and the urgency to call them out and make this stop, ngayon na yon. Like, this is the time. Yes, we still find more people na maging biktima, no? Yes. Parang, I remember din na sinabi mo nga kanina na their only fault is trying to go out to find food for their families. And then you hear the excuse of NCRPO chief saying na, andyan eh, andyan na yung party eh, anong magagawa hindi ko pwedeng paalisin. And then the president defending him, parang it contributes to this masyadong flawed application of the law. And then you hear pa this trolls and supporters of the president parading this Latin legal term. Ano yung term na yun, Lian? It's jura lex sed lex. Na, the law is harsh, 
but it is the law. Parang we, baka kailangan pa nating tagdagan na the law is harsh on people who are on the bottom of the social pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> Or the law is harsh, but it is breakable. Yeah. So, Lian, I think for but my last... But also, oh, Judesa, okay. I have to add also, and I have to say this, that as a policy, I really do not believe in arresting people in a lockdown. Kasi your judicial system is already overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Your jails are already congested. Your prosecutorial dockets are already congested. Your courts can barely keep up. Tapos dadagdagan mo pa ng kaso. And for what? For going out? That's why, ako ah, like, I am mad at the non-punishment of General Sinas for his manyanita. Not because I badly wanted him to be arrested, but because I just wanted equal application of this policy they're saying. Yung no warning, arrest agad. But kung tatanungin mo lang ako kung ano yung policy na gusto ko, I don't want people to keep arresting just because nag-violate sila ng quarantine. I believe the school of thought na in this quarantine, pag may nakita ka lumabas at hindi siya pwedeng lumabas, pauwiin mo, pagalitan mo, Mm-mm. and I even heard suggestions na, kunyari sa barangay, keep a list of offenses. So parang ikaw, nakita kita. First warning, umuwi ka. Second warning, umuwi ka. Pag third, inulit mo pa, then sige, yun, pwede na kitang arestuhin. Pero yung huh. mga aresto pa agad-agad, 40,000 people arrested, that has overwhelmed our jails too much. Yes. Our prosecutorial dockets too much, our court dockets too much. Eh, hindi na nga makapasok sa korte yung mga court staff. Tapos ngayon, they are resorting to video conferencing. Imagine after this pandemic, ang dami ng trabaho ng mga overworked prosecutors and overworked court staff natin. And props to them. Big respect to them. Pero grabe yung trabaho nila after this pandemic. Yeah. Tapos ang i-resolve lang nila, lumabas ka without face mask. Parang it's hard na if the government uses force or parang dun agad yung thinking nila na kailangan may use of force sa pag-police ng pandemic of or people during a pandemic na parang instead of like, I remember one saying na dapat may compassion ka, hindi mo nafe-feel yun na compassion ng the people on the ground eh. And uh, we've talked to people who were arrested. I don't think they felt the compassion. Compassion only for the rich and the powerful, siguro. So, Lian, gusto ko siyempre maging hopeful naman siguro kahit na sobrang parang frustrating naman nangyayari. Judas, I am unable to think of a way to end this positively after all that. Hindi, siguro at least ins- inspire lawyers or inspire human rights groups. Paano mapipigil tong trend na to? Kailangan pumunta ng mga lawyers or ng groups sa Supreme Court and question every arrest? In fairness to lawyers, they've been working hard. Uh-huh. Sobrang daming volunteer groups everywhere has been popping up like crazy. And they're doing this pro bono. On Facebook, you see a lot of Q&As, yeah, Q&A uh-huh. boxes. So props to lawyers. Let's give it to them. Yung message ko, I think, is not to the lawyers, but to the judicial authorities and the prosecutorial authorities and the justice cluster of the government. Yeah. You are put in the situation where you can do the right thing. And sana they realize that sooner or later, they have to rethink this policy of no warning arrest again. So... Sana they're listening, no? Sana they listen to our podcast. Send mo na lang to sa mga friends mo sa system, Lian. Pahinggan nila at spread sa mga office nila, di ba? So, on that note, we really have to agree na these are very dangerous times for anyone, regardless kung journalist ka, ordinary person, civilian. 
not just because of the coronavirus, but also the threats against our rights. We have to be mm-hmm. vigilant or at least know what's happening. Ano yung dapat mm-hmm. natin gawin? Kasi you mentioned kanina na we have to be careful of what we post. Thank you, Lian, for joining me today. Well, thank you, Jades, for always giving a platform to justice stories and the judiciary. I think it's really important to talk about that. And I'm sure our listeners are happy na to hear from you, for you to explain to us yung mga very confusing and very sometimes frustrating things that are happening in the judiciary. Credits to my sources for patiently explaining them to me so I can communicate it to you. And thank you listeners for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, huwag kalimutan na i-follow ang Rappler and Newsbreak sa Facebook pati na rin sa Twitter. If you want to get access to exclusive content and events, join Rappler Plus. Plus is a community where we discuss and get deeper insights to the issues we face today. Sign up by visiting rappler.com plus. Kung meron ka naman gusto na topic na you think we should discuss in our podcast, email us at investigative at raptor.com. That's investigative at raptor.com. Again, I am Judes Gavilan, and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories.